here we are with the post-game interview for the NA House Divided campaign event server number one. We saw Maryland Heights and Boulevard Heights read out where the USA campaign won both maps. USA won pretty decisively on the first map, and then the second map CSA held back, probably just to preserve their own tickets and manpower during the campaign. And USA came out of their defenses and were aggressive, but they still won. Very interesting to watch, though. We have a bunch of leaders from tonight to talk about strategy and more. Let's start with the union campaign representatives. First, we have Johnson. Hello, I am Sergeant Major Johnson of C Company, 30th Ohio, 4th Battalion, Corn Brigade, 2nd Corps, Grand Armee of Ohio, Principality of Ohio. Thank you. Next, we have Valkyne. Oh, I'm Captain Valkyne, Commander of G Company of 17th Michigan and the 6th Corps. And then we have Womp Womp. Hello, I'm First Lieutenant Womp Womp, the CEO of 8th Ohio, uh, under A Company, 4th Battalion, Corn Brigade, 2nd Corps, Grand Army of Ohio, Principality of Ohio. Thank you. And now we have some CSA leaders, CSA campaign leaders from tonight. First, we have C. Murphy. Yeah, Major C. Murphy from the 5th North Carolina, A Company, 3rd Battalion, Sussy Brigade, 1st Corps, Grand Army of the Sussy Brigade, Principality of North Carolina. Next, we have John Marston. Hello, I'm Sergeant John Marston, under the Glorious Sussy Brigade, CEO of Morale for the 5th Florida. Next, we have Cheeto. Hey, Major General Cheeto of Anderson Brigade, I Corps, aka God King now. So fuck you all. <laughs> and then we have York. Hey, uh, Major York with Black Shoes Battery Artillery for Icor. Appreciate you all coming here. And then your announcer team for tonight. You had myself as Guardian Eagle. And then we had Killer. Yo, uh, Colonel Killer, ANV, 10th Alabama. God save the Queen. So, with that being said, let's talk about the first round, Maryland Heights, the USA Campaign 1, defending that map. So we'll start with you guys. What was your strategy to defend the Maryland Heights, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? So, um, for Maryland Heights, essentially the, the grand overall uh, strategy was to essentially counter-blob, if that's the correct wording for it. Uh, we were going to do a multi-layered defense on the uh, highest portion of the map, the, the hill, and then uh, essentially make it up from there. Uh, worked out pretty well, it seems. And we had uh, <clears throat> emphasis on um, staying in formation and uh, not kneeling, keeping on the tickets. Yes, of well. course. At the start of the map, we uh, figured we would stay off point, uh, and we did end up letting them cap it. But uh, as the battle went on, we decided that we would leave at least one or two groups on point to keep it in the blue. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Um, so let's move on to the CSA campaign now. What was your guys' strategy to attack the Maryland Heights, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? You want to go ahead? First score. Give me just a second. All right, well, I can go then. Um, so for Maryland Heights, our strategy initially, because we know it's going to happen, right? We know the Union will tuck themselves in to the top of the hill. That's just the way to do it. So we figured we would all go up the left as one, one unit, one big ball with buck and ball, 
and just make a push, just kind of steamroll over them, which can be done. But we had some miscommunication. I don't believe everyone committed to the plan at the end of the day. I was dead because I did commit. So that's kind of the fifth NC perspective there. But we fought our hearts out. That's all I got. Yeah, general, I mean, yeah, general plans, get up there on the right, you know, take the top of the hill and then, you know, work our way down to the, to the bottom of point. Once you're able to do that on, on CSA, it's, it's, you pretty much got the map locked in. Uh, but as Murphy was saying, you know, not everybody was on the same page and we would able, we would be able to charge into the union, but we just didn't have enough manpower to brace against the counter charges. Yeah, there was a slight number difference but i didn't i didn't look at it at the end of the day at the end of the day we still could have won but we just were not all on the same page and that happens it was well fought by the union as well i mean they knew that it would all just kind of swing like a door you know once you have the high ground you can swing like a door and they did they were a door tonight just a big door that was locked and i, I couldn't open it <laughs> and i really i i banged against the door I put some holes in it, but it's still there. And yeah, that's that's my analogy. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Any other CSA? We would charge in there too during point two, and you guys USA. We would I would be like, oh, you know, we got them, and then all of a sudden here comes thirty more guys. And that was also that's also what happened too. Yeah. You it seemed like USA during this map did a, we, we, we managed to do a good job at sticking far enough away that we wouldn't get wiped if something got charged, but close enough that we were able to reinforce. Reserves. We had a lot of reserves. Y'all were able to blob better than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cheeto, is there anything you wanted to add? Or No, that, that covers it. I mean, there was miscommunication. Some people moved out of line and because you know top down and some people went to the side instead of the top and just trying to drag it out to a fight at that point because we're just worried about trying to get the resources instead of manpower or yeah resources instead of the, to take a kill so it's kind of devolved into that that's about it on that first all right thank you killer did you have any questions for the first round hey yeah uh, so like for the csa obviously you said that the plan was to get at the top of that hill. So when you actually wiped the Union and you had control of the point, what was like? What was the reason for you staying on point instead of just running up and taking the top of the hill and just letting the Union get on point again? If that makes sense. Wait, sorry, say again. So when you guys took the point and you wiped all the Union and you were kind of like sat on point, why yeah. didn't you just push the top of the hill and just take it and then leave the point so, and let them have it so i was that's... dead at that point but that's exactly what was supposed to happen i i believe florida was there somebody else is there we started moving up the left and i figured we were all going to go back to the top but i don't think i don't know where i don't know the first core went back to the top i don't know if we all worked i know, like, I know some, idea. some of us did um personally black shears we we were set on point so um we we split up i core so the 
the majority of our people were going to the top of the hill and we were going to leave two small units right. down at back on the point. And the union were you, you, like y'all were pushing ahead of group already pushing back up point, like pretty much as soon as we'd gotten it, like fully capped and everything. Right. Um, yeah. So fifth and C, I don't know if you saw it, but fifth North Carolina, I know fifth Florida was there. We were at the top. I remember this now. I think first yeah. core and other people maybe were down on point and we looked at it like, okay, they're down there. They're going to, they're about to get massacred by the whole union team. Cause I guess they just didn't, get the message in time or something. So we, at that point, just pushed down to help them as best as we could and minimize or maximize our damage on the enemy and then reform because we know we would have not been able to hold the top with our two units. During so we that, just went in. Yeah, That's during that charge happened. when we got that point too, it was also kind of chaos when in the brief moment I was alive. Like everyone was kind of trying to get back together and that also didn't help either. Like every people down there when we attacked were trying to get together, and that like took a while. Yeah, all the years were mixed in pretty damn pretty well. I know Florida was down there, like all I Corps is mixed in there. You had people dying, flags trying to get back together. And, yeah, that was the first thing I said though when we uh after we wiped them, I'm like, get to the top of the hill, <laughs> and then yeah, we, I mean we did it. It was battle ready, you know. It was like battle ready when you capped the points. You could have easily just went back up there, and you wouldn't have. You might have still been behind on tickets, but you still would have had the top of the hill. Then. Exactly. It was, yeah. it was also hard too. I don't know what um you guys what you told your boys Murphy, but um we had like I we had like a fifteen player queue too. We were told you know to wait on flag, and that was also taking forever. So we also sucked to get reinforcements in too. In yeah, we we had most of our force. We just got white. We were on the point initially when the Union charged. We were like the main guys that were under point. So once they took us out, our flag ran out of there, regrouped with us, and we ended up going to the top of the hill. Zoo with 5th Florida went to the top. And we had some guys that just weren't there. Maybe in hindsight, we should have just tucked in back there and attempted to make some sort of hold. That may have worked out, but we just decided to go down and help our friendlies on point in hopes that we could push them back one more time and get everybody back up on the hill. But it just didn't quite work out that way. Do you have any more questions, Pillar, for the first round? Yeah, no, not really. That was it for the first one. All right, let's move on to the second round. Bolivar Heights readout, USA Campaign 1, but I want to start with the CSA representatives because that might make more sense for context. So, CSA Campaign, what was your strategy to attack the Bolivar Heights readout, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Not to attack it. That was the goal. We, we didn't want to go in there. It's like that. There was no point in winning that map because, like I said, we wanted to go for the resources. We didn't care about the fucking cat. We wanted to kill, 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 and get those resources. That was the whole plan. And then... If they sallied out, that's even better. Have artillery hit the point, have artillery hit whoever, get those kills. That's all that really matters. And we, that's why we didn't push the left. We wanted to push the right, get down there, shoot them up, force them in the cover, have artillery hit them. But once again, there's some miscommunication about what people wanted to do. So we ended up with what we got tonight. Any other CSAF comments for the second round? Uh, we started off, um, we, we went to left side, 
and then we we did a really stupid charge. I'm not gonna lie. Um, just us, fifteen of us, went in there and got slaughtered, and then we went up to we were basically everywhere the whole map, and then Zoo well, he wanted to charge in at the end and um didn't work very well. We had some stupid charges during the second match that I didn't really agree with, but it it is what it is. Any other thoughts? All right. Let's move on to the USA campaign. What was your guys' strategy to defend the Boulevard Heights readout, and how did you guys react to the ever-change of battlefield? So at the start, um, the general consensus of the plan was to, again, use the redoubt. That's probably the best thing the Union can do on that map, uh, especially against an aggressive attacker. but like you said, uh, we didn't really see a lot of aggression. So uh, a lot of the Union regiments came to the consensus of, well, if they're not going to attack us, we might as well wreck up the casualties on their side. Sallied out, got a lot of good volleys in. Uh, we did kill a lot. Um, honestly, didn't see a ton of enemy artillery. I know um, CSA guys did mention that uh, they wanted to use the arty. Didn't see a lot of that. Uh, just uh, and then at that end charge, yeah, that wasn't uh, very game move on uh, the other team's part. But I give a congrats to uh, all the guys around. You know, you guys still fought. You tried. Uh, you know, that's all you can really take away at this point. Um, so don't don't go home with your heads down, uh, CSA people. You know, you guys did like to suck my dick too. I mean, I've told you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, the whole point is. was to get you guys out, but like I said other units didn't want to. They want to do some stupid charges, as John said. Yeah, I was because like with that map, you got to have everybody, and I mean everybody go. Like you can't just have you know one regiment like we did at the end. Like oh, let's charge. You know, it's got to be everybody. Another driving force for the Union going out is we knew we needed to, I believe, we needed to inflict like 500 to wipe their piece. Yeah, and we did that. So that's why we went out there was to inflict as much casualties. That's why we chased them down. When you guys went to the woods, that's why we went into the woods after you. It's because we were trying to inflict those casualties. Yeah. On said campaign map, uh, the Confederates have ran out of like building resources. Um so every piece we wipe at this point does not come back. We uh, so. about halfway through the map, we just decided that we in, in kind of in diff different parts, uh, different groups would go down to where their their fence was, where wherever they were hiding, and we would just try to harass them as much as possible. I think uh, thirty, I know thirtieth went down there with forty second, uh -huh. and then after a while, uh, eighth went down to the. Uh, the, the the cabin and then we started pushing out and shooting them from behind while 42nd was engaging them directly just trying to find any opportunity they gave us to do as much damage as possible while the timer was still going yep killer did you have any questions for the second round killer Yeah. Do you have any questions for the second round? <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. No, no, you're good. 
Anyone else have any questions or comments they want to make for tonight's I thought event? I said that, but I didn't have Oh, did the CSA, were we giving our perspective there? Sorry, I was totally, I was totally yeah. just lost. You guys, you guys went first. Yeah. Oh, did we go first? Okay, okay. yeah, so the point was not to win that map. I know how to win that map. The point was that we're trying to play passive, I guess, and conserve that was life, the only which, thing I, would, I, was, that which was, I was all for. I was all for that. I'm like, you know what? We'll sit back and do volleys and just screw around. Honestly, whatever, whatever has to be done. Not everybody on our team was as understanding, and they insisted on on charging that hill. They had to take that hill. In the center, they will break, is what they said. <laughs> and that, I knew that wasn't the case. I'm like, all right, buddy. Like, yeah, so, that was the only thing that I would, that would have questioned was why. There were dumb charges at them. the end, and it really it was, it was kind of just more of a meme than anything. I don't know why it had to happen. I know it didn't, but... There was just some some tomfoolery happening in in certain areas. I'm not going to mention any names. That just resulted in what we got. So it was well played by the union. I mean, you you didn't really have much of a a force coming at you because we weren't trying to. But mm. it was yeah. It's definitely not how I play that map. But we did what we had to do until the end where. Certain people waited all that time and didn't want to do what we were supposed to do and kind of just threw away the piece anyway. So it is what it is, guys. I think everyone did well. And some of us had fun. I know I still had fun. When the Italians were charging us, we were taking all of their spaghetti. Especially that one. Was it a 10th? Was it a 10th US I think 10th charges, yeah. We, uh, 10th or 42nd was uh, Italia. One of them charged right at the end, and it had, it had made, it made you were just dying. Yeah, it was it was good times. We took the breadsticks, and we were going to take them back. Take them back to Richmond with us. We watched uh, Huncho give you a, a bit of a lesson on why you shouldn't retreat. That was interesting. <laughs> right? I also like to give a shout out to the uh, I don't remember the second half of his name, but the history guy from Thirtieth Ohio. Oh, history fiery, Schmidt. Yeah, the fiery speeches yep. in the middle of the game. You dirty reps are sitting back doing nothing. <laughs> mini Mini Jilmer, yeah. Fantastic. Great guy. Any other comments Great. or questions by anyone? All good. Nope. All good here. All right. Cool. With that being said, thank you everyone for watching this video. The House Divided Campaign Discord is in the description if you want your regiment to join that. All the regiments that participated in this event will also be in the description below. Join one of them. Also, everyone in this post-game interview will have a social media link in the description if they want one. And then join the Battleline Discord. Need uh, more frontline reporters and announcers. Like Killer, I really appreciate him being on. So yeah, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. We'll see you in the next episode. And cue the music.